Diversification is spreading risk across many assets or many asset classes or types. Within the NFT community, diversification would look like buying multiple projects or not putting all of your eggs into one basket, one set of founders, one team. Many DGENs treat NFTs as lotto tickets. And as a saying with the New York State lotto used to be, you have to be in it to win it. So keeping true to that motto, many of them just buy into many projects randomly, hoping that at least one of them hits and goes to the moon. Now, 3D maxis or passionate collectors of 3D NFTs have a very different approach. We tend to buy a lot of our favorite projects. And during this bear market, we've been doubling down and getting more of them. Today, I'm going to discuss why. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So for starters, I must say there is a big difference between 3D art and a fully 3D NFT. 3D art can be anything with 3D qualities. For example, if you know the Disney Pixar movies, if you look at that, those are 3D animated films. So a 3D art could be a still shot from any frame of those movies, and that would be classified as 3D art. So there's a lot of NFTs out there that have art that were graphically done in that fashion. They have rounded curves, lighting, even various elements that might have certain things like hair and certain features that looks like they are real. And that would be the 3D art NFTs. But fully 3D NFTs are something different entirely. And I've spoken about this many times. However, if you're new to this whole concept, a fully 3D NFT is something that usually has a play in augmented reality, meaning that you can put them using camera lenses and so forth to dance and do different things in the real world, or in the sense that you can put on these virtual goggles like the MetaQuest goggles, and you can enter these spaces and be walking around in the quote-unquote metaverse as these various characters. They could be ported into games, they can be used in all sorts of video elements and so forth. Those are fully 3D NFTs. And there are many great projects out there that have fully 3D NFTs. Of course, the two that I speak about the most are the Voids, the Visitors from I Am A DGen, and of course, all the different collections from the Chibi Labs. But also another one that's out there is Clone X. And there's two creators that are out there. I've even interviewed one of them, but Dr. Doge, who is a void, and Vague Genesis, who is a holder of Clone X. His main character that he uses is called Junior Junior. And he even created an entirely separate Twitter page for that character and all his doings in the metaverse. It is pretty interesting how he is developing that character. But those are the two that I would consider to be the best that are doing this. However, any of these 3D NFT communities, the members typically do not stop at one. In most of these 2D NFTs, someone might not necessarily get multiple because once you hold one, it basically is the keys that unlocks the utility. So for example, if you want to access some software or possibly access an event, a course, content such as a TV show, having one NFT will give you access to all of those things. However, with 3D NFTs, there's much more utility than just access. And in my opinion, 3D NFTs offer the best IP use cases, not just printing the image on a t-shirt or a bag or thinking of other graphics or whatever you might be able to do to slap it onto anything and then selling those things on a store. No, with 3D NFTs, you can use the IP to literally create your content. And many of these projects actually have their own built-in content tools. So whether that is filters to be used in different apps, access to ways to use the camera for Zoom, 
porting them into video games and so forth, there's just so many things that might come pre-built into it. However, there's also the option to bring them into Blender and do your own thing. Blender is a free 3D editing tool, but I'll get more to that in a second. The cool thing about these 3D NFTs, the fully 3D NFTs, I should say, is that it allows the holders to create stories and characters. And in many cases, when I speak about a digital identity, the best way to do that is not just with these 2D static ones, but if someone has a fully 3D NFT and is coming on camera and presenting themselves to the world as that character, it really brings that NFT to life. And that person with their digital identity can really assume that. So earlier in the year, I interviewed Riles. That was for episode number 283. And in that one is a perfect example of someone really coming alive and assuming that character as his digital identity. And this is a trend which really hasn't caught on as much in the West as it is in Asia, but this is what they call a VTuber. And in countries such as South Korea and Japan, this is a growing trend and something that's really going to spread around the world. But going back to Blender, that 3D software that I spoke about that is free, you can simply download that, put it on your computer. I have, it's very easy to use. There's lots of tutorials on YouTube because a lot of people use it. So you can literally learn this software for absolutely free as long as you're willing to search on YouTube, watch some tutorials and build with it along the way. Well, you can take these fully 3D NFTs, bring them in there, and here's where it gets really interesting. You can copy and paste the traits onto a various character. So for example, if you have four of them, you like the shirt from one, you like the pants from another one, maybe one has a hat that you like, and the other one is a species or a color that you possibly like. Maybe you like the blue characters versus the pink characters, whatever it might be. Well, you can take your trait from each of those four and you can combine them into the character that you like the most. So you could have a pink character with your favorite hat, your favorite shirt, your favorite pants, and then you can create that character, give it a name, and start creating content using that. So because of that, a lot of 3D maxis or 3D holders that are gung-ho with whatever project that they find that has all these tools and features, they tend to hold a lot of them simply because they're allowed to mix and match, copy and paste, and create multiple characters from a handful of NFTs. So you'll tend to see that 3D NFT collectors don't necessarily look at the rarity or look at the floor price of a particular trait. How they shop and collect is based on what they're missing from their collection. Maybe there is an amazing outfit that they want. Honestly, they don't care what the character's background is like, what that character's species might be or the hat or the shades or anything. They just want that particular shirt and pants or blouse and skirt, whatever it might be. So because of that, when these characters are being built and brought into Blender and used to create content, it's like looking through a closet, mixing and matching the things that you like, putting it together. And when we go to the marketplace of OpenSea or wherever it is, when we're shopping, we want things that will complement what we already have in our collection. And then that is what we select, what we purchase. So essentially, four NFTs with multiple different traits, if you multiply them out, can actually end up creating hundreds of different characters. Because if you change the skin tone, you change the shirts, hats, all those different things, you'll have so many different combinations. And not to mention, you can actually edit that stuff in Blender. So let's just say that in the collection of the 10,000 NFTs for a particular project, let's say, that there is none of them with green skin tone. Well, in Blender, you can edit the skin tone and create a green character. So it will be completely custom. So when that person then creates content and shows up, let's say starts putting them on YouTube or streaming them to Twitter or wherever else, 
It will be completely custom and unique and will stand out, be very brandable, because there are none in the 10,000 that even look like it. Now, of course, being able to do this, create these characters and everything really depends on the project, what their IP licenses are, what they allow you to do and so forth. But from my experience, the majority of these 3D projects are very open. They want you to create. They want you to go out there and make content and do some amazing things because at the end of the day, it's only going to benefit the project, the rest of the holders, and of course, the entire space because all eyes being on Web3 with these content being created is a good thing for all of us. Not just these holders within that particular project, but the NFT space in general. Everything that we're doing in Web3 gets exposure because this is a great way to reach a Web2 audience that might just be watching the content. Well, oh, this is very interesting. This talking alien or this blue lion or whatever it might be is speaking and they're saying some very funny and entertaining things. So I'm going to share that with my friends and my colleagues. So that is the type of exposure projects want. So they're very open to it usually that you create the stuff. You can copy, paste, and really have freedom to do whatever it is that you want. But again, always check with your particular project and what their rules are. And the two projects that I have that I mentioned that I'm working on right now, of course, with the Voids Visitors, I am a DGen. Currently, I only have one of their NFTs, but also I have their When Lambo, which is like their pet or nemesis, these four-legged lizard-looking things. But I have a character in mind. However, I need a couple more elements to do that. And I think really uh, probably just one more element, which would be the outfit. The reason why I purchased the one that I purchased is because it was green and I wanted a green alien to do my character. So earlier when I was speaking about the skin tones, that's from personal experience. That's something that I'm doing right now. I wanted a green alien. And then I wanted a specific outfit, maybe a cap, I'm not exactly sure, to bring this character to life. And then once I get the pieces that I need to assemble this, and of course, I don't want to overpay for this. So I'm watching the floor and I'm picking off things, making some low ball offers, things of that nature in order to get this at an affordable price. And then I'm going to bring this character to life. Now, as far as the chibis, the characters are pretty much already self-made. They are built already. Not as much copying, pasting element that I plan to do with the chibis. However, the ones that I'm looking for and picking off is because they tell some great stories. So as far as a lot of these people that are collecting these chibis or within this particular community, it is not for the copy and paste element because we really like the art, what Fabs has done and so forth. But when it comes to the individual character, I think each of them, you can give them a name, you could do some very interesting thing with them. And you can create some content. And that's what I'm looking for. And a lot of the holders themselves, they're not necessarily looking at rarity as well in this community. However, I must say everyone is different. Some people just like them because they're cute. Some people just collect them because they collect all sorts of NFTs. But the people that are really gung-ho, diehard, and absolutely trying to make and willing to make content with it, this is how we look at it. But I'd love to know, what are your favorite 3D NFT projects? Please feel free to let me know at Tropic Vibes on Twitter or using the contact information that is in the show notes. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.